Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of the X Factor Racing. We're back this week. Um, we have a lot to chat about in the racing world. So, joined as always with beautiful and Cora and Carson. How are you, ladies? Doing all right. It's been a been a bit of a rough week, long week. Um, but I am after handicapping Saratoga's card last night and still again into today, I'm actually looking forward to Saturday, my, my matchups, and I'm really excited about the card. There's so much to dig into in that card. I like it. How about you, Miss Carson? Um, sorry for the background noise. Uh, it's Florida. So of course it's raining. Um, it's just so humid. It has to release somewhere um <laughs> there's a joke in there i think uh, it's too, too early um but <laughs> so i feel early. like the week is uh the week is very long already because woodbine sort of kicked off the week being on a sunday mm-hmm. and it was a long day watching woodbine great racing um great queen's plate with the philly winning and i mm-hmm. hope she comes uh south of the border to uh play in some grade ones down here Oh, that would be great. How's your week, Nancy? We have just completed week two of law school. Yippee. Mm -hmm. Very, very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I have made too many jokes about how current status is Albahar breaking up, not even being able to, it got stuck under the gate at the Breeders' Cup. Joke was... (laughs) joke is well received <laughs> because that that's just the status just uh-huh not being able to get off i think scratch too for that race so that's that's kind of me right now but gotcha it'll be fine it'll be okay gotcha yeah the, they can't all be the best weeks but hopefully most of them will be you know we'll get there uh- Look at us. We, we're like turning depressed already. And we're only three minutes I know, in. I Carson's know, I the know. jolly one tonight. I know. <laughs> That's almost never the case. <laughs> I know. Usually Nancy and I are bouncing off the walls and Carson is the even tempered <laughs> one. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to try and keep it clean tonight for the most part. So we'll see if that works. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm practicing. I'm gonna try and be a lady from here on out. Yeah, Nancy, you want to set right. the morning line for that one? <laughs> uh, Fifty to one. Right. Yeah, I am the rich strike of X Factor. <laughs> I won off. I'm Speaking... the. Go ahead. I say I'm the Albahar right now. Right, Carson. <laughs> who would you be? Oh gosh, probably a non-starter. Scratch. Oh no. <laughs> Carson I, is our f- I'm the, no I'm the scratched <laughs> no oh you I thought you just couldn't get out the gate <laughs> Albahar scratched so I didn't I know uh, I, oh my god Carson is our future horse ghost and bitches ghost oh, yeah. there we go ghost and bitches Uh, so nothing I did last weekend at Woodbine, although I did win both of my head to heads, I wasn't happy with my ROI. Like I felt like it was way too low. Like I I just, I want bigger numbers. Cause if you saw some of the numbers, like ladies are picking the right races. But my question is, how do you know which race to pick? 
I'm struggling. Oh. Like, I, I... yeah. So that one, I just, um, I just threw the first five races in because I couldn't decide. I yeah. felt like there were going to be a couple of bombs later. And then with the weather up in the air, I thought, well, if they do come off, it would be later in the day. Um, mm. I think there was a later race that they pulled off the turf before, uh, they even went live. Um, so I said, well, hopefully if the weather comes in the first five races, the ground should be, you know, as I handicapped the day before for a drier, uh, tighter track. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I just picked one through five and I was like, well, hopefully there's some longer shots in there. And I lucked out with like the last race as my best bet with a longer shot. Wow. So you had, did you have the 10 or did you have, I think, was it the seven? There was a horse in the fifth race, Derziki or something like that. Derkiki. I can't remember his name. Oh gosh. I thought it, so I'm thinking of the four, I guess. Um, and okay. may have, maybe it was race four instead of race five. I'd have to go mm. back and, and look at my notes. Um, I'm still old school and do paper notes. So Oh, good for you. I love you that. Go, think go through notes. the files. Yeah. I write, I handwrite notes too. And I tell my students this all the time because they want to type notes and things like that. No, you have to handwrite them because people have actually done research that shows the more you handwrite, the more you learn, the better you retain the knowledge. And they've even yes. done research to the extent that they, they say, if you write on a yellow legal pad, that can increase your chances of learning more. So Boom. that's what I do. There you that's go. That's what I do. Yeah. I have done Kinetic all learning. my notes. Yeah. All my notes have been on le yellow legal paper, but actually in my torts class, the professor is like 75. That's irrelevant, but <laughs> it, well, it is relevant because he was like, there's no electronics allowed. You can't even have your phone. You have to put your electronics in your locker. That's how Ooh. serious this man is. Like, so I even got, uh, he even told me to put my watch in there, which I'm like, bro, this is not the freaking bar yet. Like we're not here. Right. And then he, so we emulate the bar by putting all our stuff in the locker. Great time. But yes. he said that he, he's not feel, uh, electronics are conducive to learning. Yeah. There is an article. I think he sent it to us. Yeah. I totally agree. Although I think that's a bit extreme, especially with adults, but whatever. Um, well, cause so, someone will always be like, you know, messaging under the table oh, yeah. or, you know, hiding. I do it. I mean, yeah. hell, I just, I just told you all. I, and my other, my expert learning class, I would, I was betting at Delmar. See, I got, I went on C's get degrees. So <laughs> like I, and on, on a break that's what I did I was like oh I'm gonna look at this card and then bam there it was and I just said C's get degrees this has got to be it there so then go. I was I was watching it and this guy was looking at me I was like what are you doing and I was like I I, I had my headphones in I didn't even hear him and I was just like go away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so intently on it I was like dude Please. Somebody, somebody make note of the time, 732 Pacific <laughs> Standard. Nancy has officially become a degenerate. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> note the time. Note the time. 932 CT. Yep. There you well, go. Carson, what's your time? 1030. Yeah. 1032. Well, 2030. 
We do military time here. <laughs> oh, and then whatever Vegas time. Yeah. And Cora, I, I just say, I just say anything with you is Vegas time. Just there we go. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the true degenerate level I've become. Right. You're in it to win it now. Hopefully. <laughs> I figured um, I had, I had five minutes of a break. That's no, you're right. And you get to spend your break. However, the way you want to spend it, I'm Except- 43 and a perimenopausal. So I spend any and all breaks in the bathroom. <laughs> you're watching horse racing and some, <laughs> and some dipshit in like a purple suit. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Is- right. Like, so, don't. yeah, so that, that happened, but that was great. But was you, good. you know, on Saturday who saved me, uh, race five, again, I just mentioned that race five, the 10 came in second and second uh-huh. plate. I think he was $17 and 20 cents. There, there was a lot of really great prices. Right. And ones I didn't expect either. And then I'm like, oh, I should have got them. Yeah. Yeah. So that horse saved me because I got, what was it? Place and show for that. And that put me, I think above and beyond Candace, who was so nice, such a sweet lady. She's like, you're too hard on yourself. That was a great job. You know, so nice. So I had fun. I'm enjoying the contest. I, I hope that the other ladies are as well. Um, I just think it's fun. I love the competition. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I am dreading going against the two of you, though. I'm dreading it. I no, know it's coming soon. I just, lost. I just lost last week. Yeah, but you won the week before that, and Carson was flipped. Carson lost the oh. first week, and she annihilated the second. Okay. So you two are huge threats, as far as I'm concerned. So <laughs> eh, That's debatable scary good but yeah so yeah i and my best bets i usually i have this thing where i have to choose a best bet from a race that's later in the card i don't like choosing them from earlier in the card because i feel like if my best bet doesn't hit and it's early and theirs is late somehow my my mojo will be off i don't know it's very technical but i always go with the last race and it's not been serving me well the last couple weeks so that's a bummer but yeah i i like to space it out because then i'm thinking like if i didn't hit something in the first couple races then at least i give myself some buffer like for the back half Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i that's how i do it and then you look at all i look at the price and stuff Mm -hmm. so how are we feeling about Saratoga's card this Saturday? Travers in particular. Oh, oh I'm very excited about Travers. But we uh, all know, we all know. <laughs> I'm very, as I was, I screwed up on not being loyal to Cyberknife. And clearly, the one time I cheated on Cyberknife. Right. You got to make up for go. it. I got to make up. I have to maybe bribe and beg mm. and be like, take me back. Like a toxic ex. Well, this is I'm not a no. I'm not a toxic no. ex. <laughs> usually, I'm usually just ghosted or dumb. But in this case, I'm gonna oh. beg. I'm gonna beg Cyberknife, who I have done wrong. Take me back. You're gonna make it up to him. I love it. And Carson, how are you feeling about it? 
Um, well, Traverse Weekend is probably one of my favorites. It's a huge cart, like all the stakes that they have there. Yeah. Um, it's like the twilight weekend, um, mm-hmm. the eve of the last uh, week of racing at Saratoga. So mm-hmm. I feel like people get pretty excited and pumped. And um, I wish we were there. We should have stayed. I, I want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. There are four. I think there are four grade one stakes and one grade two. And I'm not used to seeing cards with that many graded stakes. So I'm super psyched about it. Those probably where I'll be trying to pull most of my stronger opinions and playing those in the H2H. Um, I, I don't know who I'm playing this week, um, but I, I would love to find out only in the sense that maybe I can figure out how they're going to how they're going to choose their races and picks <laughs> and maybe counteract that in some way. But I, after looking at the race, I think I'm going with Artorias. Okay. Oh, I like, yeah. I am concerned that Cyberknife and Epicenter, possibly early voting, are going to get into some kind of eyeball duel, as Benny likes to say in the trip notes. And I'm so my understanding of it is that they're, they're, so close together that their eyeballs are are right next to each other because they're trying to to pace each other right and so this is something that marshall sterling actually tried to teach me he said um and please correct me if i'm wrong but uh he was explaining that horses are pack animals and when you know when they can they do like to run together and so you have to kind of choose the horse that is going to want to move away from the pack. And I think that this weekend in that race, it's going to be Artorias, or at least I'm hoping so. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's true though. Playing the undefeated. So Nance has to go up against Casey and I'm going up against Ms. Zepp. So we have our work out for us. I can't remember who you play, AC, but yeah, uh, I can't remember either. I'll go back and take a look. I'm sure Gorgo um, put it in one of the, the screenshots that he sent. So uh, um, I have three questions somehow in your, in the point mm-hmm. that you made, I don't know. Um, uh, but Marshall Sterling, is that who the, um, equitation finals are named after? <laughs> <laughs> I used to do these equitation, uh, classes and they were the Marshall Sterling and you would, you were allotted points and I didn't know if that's who it was named for. <laughs> Not that oh, I know of. Yeah. Oh, wow. What? What a it's a it's a curious name. It's a cool name. I uh, love it. And I love Marshall. Marshall is the weatherman for horse racing Twitter. Got it. Yeah. So his I think mostly he deals with like Naira, the Naira circuit, but he's an actual meteorologist. And um, so like there are a lot of the big horse racing names that we see every weekend. You'll see him tag them in his posts and he's fairly friggin' accurate. Like I've never seen a time where people were like, Oh, Marshall called it wrong. He's really very accurate. It's amazing. Oh, that's great. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now I have more attention. Right. Uh, I mean, like the, it gon' rain. Except yeah. It gon' rain. It <laughs> right. gon' rain money. Yeah. You will pick the winners. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, Ancora, you are going up against Miss Sarah from Horse Racing Nation. Oh, shit. That's my girl. 
Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to lose, but I'm going to, I'm going to fight my heart out. I'm, I really want to, I want to win. I want to start a little streak because, you know, I play in these and my goal is always to just have a positive ROI and I never have it. So I feel like maybe this time it's time to choose a different goal and maybe just the goal is, you know, win more than I lose. So my goal is to make it through a contest. (laughs) Oh, you're such a brat. (laughs) <laughs> I love you. You're the best. You want the participation trophy, man? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just need I a participation <laughs> sticker. Right? You're fine. I love it. But yeah, I I've been so pleased with this this league. Have you ladies been enjoying Enjoy. it? Yes, very much. Yeah, it gives me something to look forward to on Saturdays. So. Yeah, I like that we just do the five races for the day because I feel it's like a little extra challenge for the card because you're trying to pick the best value out of all the races on top of um, picking the winner. So, um, I yeah, I it's, feel it's different. I a little twist on it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Nancy. I, I was going to say in our chat in Cora with uh, Gorgo, I, I thought it would be the other way. I was like, oh, if you if you're playing the whole card then you give yourself some you know some space to pick back up but yeah the the commish said no that it's actually harder for um the the way we're doing yeah and and that was something i actually i you know after i sent in my picks last weekend and he's given us permission to throw his name out now our commissioner yes mike mike mcintyre uh gorgonzola 44 on twitter is it underscore 44 whatever i hate it when people put underscores in their name um underscore 44 uh i was talking to him about this last weekend after i sent in my picks i was like you know this is really difficult because when i have 11 races i can kind of fudge my way through like nancy just mentioned i can fudge my way through two or three but with five you really have to have a strong opinion and i think i've been skating by on mediocre opinions for a year or two now i'm really having to zone in and focus so it's been interesting <laughs> for sure but yeah, I don't know. I, I love this card. I'm probably going to bet several other races on it as well. There are a couple that are just really good that have horses that, you know, I've been following or, um, and they're the graded stakes races, of course. So, <laughs> oh. hey, any news on, uh, on our favorite, uh, or, or not so favorite trainer? I haven't heard anything about that this week. I don't know if I should be bringing that up here, but you know, um, so which so- one? Which one? Uh, um, remember the joke I had made once? I will no longer make this joke. Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. The, ch- the, the, the Chad. Chad. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Uh, the Chad uh, joke will no longer exist after uh, this. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's like yeah. you already have so much, so many eyes on you. You right. know, I just don't, I so much I don't understand. But I think it just brings such negativity to the sport. Like, I want to be talking more about the horses and less about the, you know, I was going to say a different word, but. Uh, the, ch- the Chads and Bobs. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm kind of over that drama. 
I would rather be celebrating, celebrating, excuse me, or celebrating whatever you want to do. Uh, I would rather be celebrating the great trainers like Ryan Hansen is my favorite trainer uh, out of California. I love him. That's Michelle Yu's husband. Absolutely oh. amazing man. So sweet. So kind. Um, and, uh, you know, his horses win. I'd love to see him get the kind of attention that Baffert and, and Chad are getting. But for positive reasons, of course. So, just that's a true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are there any other races or or tracks that you ladies will be looking at this week? Well, I'm definitely going to be looking at Del Mar. Yeah, um, and then there seems to be something brewing at Ellis Park. <laughs> Everybody. Ooh. Uh, I feel like sometimes Twitter's just a case of snipe hunting and somebody like throws a random tip out to send people looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. I've never handicapped Ellis Park. What's it like to handicap? I have no idea. <laughs> really? You've never handicapped? Maybe we should handicap it together and figure it out. Compare I was going to say, I, I have never done it. I missed opening day because it was first day of school. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know that it was... <laughs> First, I don't know if they're opening that. So that's how much I know about that. Gotcha. What day are you going to handicap, Carson? Saturday? Well, I'm going to look at Saturday. Um, okay. And it's a shorter card, uh, eight races. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Not much extra homework. Um, uh-huh. A good bit of maidens. And this is the time of year where I start to add the two year olds to my virtual stable and equities and start watching. Yeah. Um, a little more closely. So I feel like it's a good opportunity. They're starting out a little bit lighter. Um, you know, yeah. um, what is it that there's only one horse who's broken its maiden at Saratoga that has won the Kentucky Derby or something? Isn't that the fact? The factoid? You know, um, I think I just recently heard that. That may actually be the factoid. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of them starter start them in, uh, I, I don't want to call them lighter tracks because I don't mean to say that the competition isn't there and that the trainers and the, and the jockeys aren't talented at other places either. Yeah. I just feel like Saratoga is like the, the beast coast. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. It's amazing. Top of the, top of the talent for this time of year. Um, so it'd be interesting to see sure. who winds up at Alice on Saturday. Yeah, I've already booked my first weekend at Santa Anita opening weekend. Um, I think it's September 30th. So I'm already like, I'm looking for it. I'm going come hell or high water. The dentist, she can, she can go do terrible things to herself. Look at me, producer. I'm, I already, but I already said the F-bomb earlier. I know, so. but I didn't. So it doesn't count for me. I'm trying to keep it clean, oh. Nancy, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would I'm looking for new I would like new tracks to look at. Like when I'm done with the one that we're handicapping for whatever contest, you know. I I would like to interrupt our program that as I'm driving home, there's just random fireworks. Oh, that's nice. So that's very nice because my exit uh is closed so i have to just randomly drive around 290 to figure out how to get home but there's fireworks yeah just follow the fireworks do you guys hear these owls behind me 
<laughs> no. So, There's like three of them going at it. Oh, we have an in-studio audience, everyone. It's three owls. <laughs> <laughs> it's and nature trail. Fire- there you go. Fireworks. So. Carson's got Nat Geo over there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what about Golden? What do y'all feel about Golden Gate? Okay. What? But as a track, this is a ra- yeah, <laughs> track. It's okay. a ca- handicap. Okay, I have no? never handicapped Golden Gate, but I have edited Benny's trip notes for the Golden Hour uh, for oh. Santa Anita and Golden Gate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that to me is interesting. I love the idea of those two tracks working together and doing that kind of you know, that kind of ticket or whatever it is, but is that a um, pick four or a pick five? I think it's a pick five. Okay. Yeah. And, um, wait, it might be a pick four. Cause we alternate races either way. Uh, Benny does it. And so I always read the notes and every time he does it, I want to, I'm like, ah, I need to, I need to handicap golden gate, but I never quite get around to it. So we should, we should, uh, roulette. Right. It's like, like Prairie Meadows, I've I have I think I've done it one time. Ooh, for the so my, Iowa Der- for the Iowa Derby. That's the only time I even remember yeah. that Prairie Meadows existed. Isn't that the one you made us do along with um, West Virginia? We was no, it, no 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 was no. that different? Iowa Iowa was the the same day as the Indiana Derby, and so I think we just I think I just said let's just do it because gotcha. I remember it existing, but. Yeah. I remember it existed, but I like that idea. So this weekend, Carson will, will handicap Ellis. Okay. And then Nancy, you pick an alternative track next weekend and we'll handicap that one, one off the beaten trail. And then you'll do the next. Yeah. It'll be colonial downs for sure. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I like, I like colonial. I didn't even know Colonial existed until three years ago, and I'm oh, from gee. the damn state. So, oh, gee. yeah, my, no one in my family knew horse racing existed. They were strictly Orioles, Capitals, Redskins fans. And if it wasn't one of those three teams, it didn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, Ellis Park, it'll be interesting because for me, I, I tend to handicap every track the way that I handicap Santa Anita. And I know that's why I lose so often because Santa Anita is a more, you know, I know this is arguably, but the weather is consistent, you know, they're not changing too many big things at once. So it's pretty much the same every weekend. Whereas Saratoga on a Saturday can be amazing. And then on Sunday I can lose my ass, you know, so (laughs) I like consistency in my tracks, people. So, so you have a different strategy for a track or a slightly, like a slight variation. Well, I've been told I should. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Carson, do you like, how often do you vary your, your handicapping process? Oh gosh, really not much at all. It's just probably the definition of insanity do the same thing over and over again (laughs) expecting Mm -hmm. different results um i just i try to look through i prefer brisbane i'm probably one of the few people that does um yeah (laughs) uh, (laughs) 
nobody in the night nobody likes them i do Isn't it? Um, yeah i like the layout better um and then also of course uh i use the charting horse value mm-hmm. um i'll look at that kind of the day of to see if i want to play like a wider ticket if i'm doing horizontals um and um i find that my trouble comes in when I want to do like a serial bet, like a pick three or a pick four, I'll spend more money on that. And I tend to be a little bit stingier with the trifectas or the exactas when I should sort of like focus more on one race versus those series. Yeah. So I have to train my brain to think opposite, but um, I like to cap without the uh, morning line. Um, So I usually present that early. I don't want to see the morning line because I don't want that to skew my my opinion of somebody um or some something (laughs) nancy do you handicap with the morning line i i take it into consideration yes like i'll look at it and then yeah i don't for me it kind of fair i don't know i use like multiple things i'll look at i do look at brisnet too um aquabase i don't know i just i just try and figure out what works yeah or i do what i did all of today which was just roulette i like the name of the horse (laughs) zero (laughs) zero analysis yeah yeah so it very much varies yeah Well, Gorgo would love for me to use Brisnet. And when he first started teaching me, he would send me, you know, screenshots of the Briz and say, this is how you read it. This is the layout. But for me, it was almost too much information. And because I'd actually started learning um, DRFs, you know, PP layout and everything, I just, I stuck with the PPs from DRF and I feel like I'm kind of a slave to them right now, but I would love to learn how to use the Briz, uh, the Briznet much more effectively. I, so you had like a mentor to ask and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Carson, did you self-teach or it's interesting on like I how did, people have learned? Um, I did. And then would sort of kind of play around with things that other betters would advertise as like, their strategy and see if I could incorporate parts of that into my play. But I've mm-hmm. found that if you just stick with whatever you've got, I think that you yeah, average better. Um, I, I hate to say I put, <laughs> put like a, the earmuffs on you, la, 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 I'm not listening, yeah. but I try not to look at um, social media or anything the day of a race, because I feel like that if I see a picture of a horse or a post about a horse, then I'll have seen the name and it yeah. will bite me towards picking that horse when I'm not really doing it based on anything other than I just happen to scroll and find that horse. Oh, um, wow. So sometimes it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of where the witch picks come from. Like yeah. somebody will just say like, hey, I have a good tip on this horse. And I'll be like, oh, okay. Or somebody will mention <clears throat> something about a a connection to this horse and this jockey or, or this trainer, or it's like a a magic number, like today, well, I shouldn't say today, but this week at Saratoga, Johnny B broke his thousandth win at Saratoga, which is huge. Huge. Um, So it's like, you sort of kind of wait for them to, it's like, you don't want to leave them off your ticket because you're like waiting for them to hit that mark. If they have like 
some race coming up. So I will kind of look at stuff like that. And that's also just like dumb luck, but um, the rest of the stuff, if I'm just basing it off of like for true maidens, I'm going to look at their pedigree. I'm going to look at their works, who the trainer is, um, certain trainers don't really send a horse out on their first start to win kind of thing. Um, they start them a little softer. Um, but the rest of the stuff I try to, you know, base off their performance on the track, um, the surface, the distance, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do either of you take into account workouts when you're handicapping? Because yes. that's still one aspect of the PPs that I can't quite grasp, or I don't have a firm grasp of understanding how it works or what it means. I look at it. I think it's important to see, right? Cause like, I always think that, um, like when the horses are just preparing themselves to race, right? Like you see, mm -hmm. like, is there improvement by each workout? And I'm thinking like, like for me as a marathon runner, right? Like I'll keep track of my workouts too, and see like, oh, I ran better on this day than this day. And then, so I think in that aspect, and then when I see workouts for a horse, right, like they'll do like training on like four furlongs or five furlongs. So if I see mm -hmm. over time that they've trained, okay, they did four furlongs a couple of times and then now they tried five. So I'm like, okay, they now know that they can handle more distance. So I mm -hmm. kind of like to see those trends um, to see if they have improved by each time. Gotcha. And I think it helps. Huh. How about you, Carson? Yeah, I do. I look at them. I'll look at their times. And then if they are working with a stable mate, and it sort of touches on what Marshall Sterling was telling you, mm -hmm. um, like, for example, um, I believe it's early voting has been working with um, another stable mate. Initially, he was working with a creative, perhaps, and then Zandon and prepping mm -hmm. for the Travers. And I find that sometimes when they're working with a stable mate, they're kept going like at the same pace yeah so you'll see an identical time Ooh. in the workouts oh. mm -hmm. if they're entered in the same race I feel like not always but they'll have some and there's no incentive for them to pass yeah oh okay think about that oh. um, thank I, you and thank you professor like, <laughs> no I know it's not like across the board every time but um and that's just one of the things that I'll look at for workouts. Wow. I might have to start looking at them again because I, Gorgo, yeah, right. Like Gorgo was telling me, you look at the workouts to see if they're fit to run the race. And so I kind of just look at them and I'm like, okay, they've been working out. They must be fit, <laughs> you right. know? Um, but I don't know how to interpret the information. Like for instance, Benny is like this wizard of Oz who is who can look at the, the workouts and say, oh, they, their heart wasn't in it. That was, you know, that was just a jog or something <laughs> as opposed to another horse. He might say, oh, that horse was working really hard during that workout. Like, how the hell did you know that? Did the horse send you a note afterwards? <laughs> send the trip note. <laughs> right, right. He's reading his diary. Right, exactly. Benny knows all the horse's hopes and dreams, damn it. Um, so that is the kind of information, like what Carson and Nancy, what you were discussing, that's the kind of information I'd like to be able to glean from the workouts on my own. I just haven't figured out how to incorporate it into my handicapping yet. Yes. And, um, don't give your, don't tell your boss, but I don't watch replays. <gasps> really? No. 
Wow. I just, I don't watch replays. He'll it's, turn you it, into a convert. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that'll mm. be a, that'll be a strike for me. Well, <laughs> with your uh, boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm drawn to the replays because as a classroom teacher and Carson, I don't know. And Nancy, this may eventually be you as well, but Carson, I don't know if you do this. Part of my job is being able to read a child's body language you know, and, and to know when they're happy, when they're engaged, when they're motivated, when they're demotivated, et cetera. And so I feel like if I can read a kid in my classroom's body language, I should be able to learn and interpret a horse's body language, a jockey's body language. And so this job is actually, you know, quite perfect for me in that sense, because that's what I want to learn how to do is read the replays. Yes, for sure. I think I made a comment on this in chat the other day is that uh, Jose Ortiz should never play poker because he has the biggest tail in the paddock. Um, and a lot of times you can't see the paddock um, on TV. So one benefit of actually physically being there is you get to see them in the paddock and then walking out and then post parade, et cetera. So you can kind of see a lot of things. Yeah. I, I think that um, Naira does a good job of of having cameras a lot of places mm -hmm. um but we just happened to be at saratoga and just the grin on jose's face when he was leaving the paddock on this horse the other day was just it was like you know he just knew he was like out he was going to go out and have a good time winning this race wow so i feel like some of them definitely body language you can tell that they they know that they're sitting on a live one you know, oh, yeah. the, the, they know, they know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't see it, but Carson made air quotes, which means it's totally. I know. Illegal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, those are like some of the things that I've been thinking about lately. Like I, I do need to spend more time with replays um, because actually I like to reverse engineer my cards when the day is done and the card is done. And I, I only pick like two or three races, races where I thought I had the damn winner, but I'll go back and I'll reverse or uh, reverse engineer the race and try and figure out why did that winner win? And what did I miss in the PPs? And so that's actually been helpful to me as well in helping me progress and feel more comfortable, um, with my, my picks. So we'll oh. see if it helps this weekend. I just, if it's a win, I go, yay. If yeah. it's not, then I just take the L and move on. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I get so frustrated because I put so much time into it that I'm like, what the hell did I miss on the PPs? And uh, PPs, I said that like PP. <laughs> um, but Gorgo told me, and this, this is something that I've taken to heart and kind of kept with me is that I really shouldn't be moving on to anything bigger until I can answer every single question confidently someone asks me about a PP. And so I'm still striving to do that. It's tough. So there's a lot of numbers on that damn thing. And you know what? <laughs> Math is hard. Math so. is so hard. They are so hard. <laughs> I like, I love math actually. I, well, that doesn't shock me. I used to, in my stats class, um, I took an advanced stats class and I used to just make up problems for people to do. Oh, you're do such that. a I nerd. Would I would do that. And then I, and then I would make people do it too. Wow. For fun. So, so you, you were a bossy, pushy nerd. I like it. Yes. Yeah, bossy, there you go. Push, bossy and pushy. <laughs> that's, 
That's about it. <laughs> so with the Travers, am, am I the only one who's landed on a horse yet? Because my, uh, my alternate is Zandon. I like Zandon for this one because I think it's going to be a battle up front between Epicenter uh, and Cyberknife, maybe early voting as well. But you think they're going to send Cyberknife? He's, he's more of a closer type. Yeah, but okay. So when I went through the race, there are, mm-hmm. please tell me if I'm wrong, because if I'm wrong, I have to go back and re-handicap. But okay. I saw a lot of closers in that race. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that does worry me a little bit, but I think there, I think there's going to be a duel up front and I think Artorias is going to be able to slip through it okay. or around it. So I would also like to interrupt this program that there are cops <laughs> and an ambulance by the gentleman's club that I just passed. By. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? Jesus, Nancy, did you accidentally drive to Vegas? from law school <laughs> shit <laughs> my exit was mm-hmm. closed and i'm just on 290 so i took a random exit and wow coots. Really- <laughs> coots go get nancy she needs your guidance <laughs> i'm somewhere She's lost oh. i'm driven somewhere right oh See, i just saw the sign that says girls 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 that's it yeah as i'm driving by so we'll have that <laughs> So uh, I have a cute little story to tell about Coots and Huck. And if they listen to this, they're both going to kill me. But Great. as the, the two of you know, and, and our producer knows, yesterday at, at school, we had a little bit of a scare and it shook me to my core. Like it really shook yes. me. And um, so I reached out and I don't know why, because Coots and Huck do not give off consoling let me cuddle you better vibes at all so i reached out to them and i just you know did a verbal diarrhea and text message for them about what had happened and how i was shaken up by it and their immediate response was to go to humor and yes so i responded i wasn't in a humorous place nancy and carson know that and i just was like all right guys i gotta go tonight sorry i brought it up whatever today they both checked in on me like gentlemen oh yeah round of applause right gentlemen say something let me hear anybody say anything mean about coots or huck i will sweep the fucking leg uh love those boys Uh, i don't know huck but i do know coots Mm -hmm. who has ignored me at ap but (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually think we knew each other at the time. I think yeah. we, I don't even, yeah. But regardless, he's yeah. a nice guy. Nice he guy. is. He is. He's also brutally honest. So if you're looking, you know, for euphemisms and shit like that, you're not going to get him from, from Coots. He's going to yeah. be like, no, you fucked up. <laughs> you got to r- rip the bandaid. Yeah. Right. right. That was my, so you got to go in. It's time to yes. go home, lady. All right, well, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> well, I was going to go back to... Yeah, tell I, us. I deflected many times of our conversation based on my weird driving adventure, but mm-hmm. why? why mm-hmm. are we just omitting Rich Strike again? I think Rich Strike was a one-off. Again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Do think like Rich Strike is like a one-hit wonder. Like he yeah. had his moment and then I'm, it's just like... 
Okay. Well, he's speed, Is he- isn't he? Isn't Rich Strike speed? He's not a closer. I feel like we're treating Rich Strike like the nickelback of horse racing right oh now. fucking nickelback you're right <laughs> he is the nickelback that is the most apt <laughs> analogy i've heard about this damn horse um <laughs> he's the nickelback oh shit i'm gonna be tweeting that out and adding you in it nancy said our next t-shirt will be um we, we keep making t-shirts every week last week was ghosts and bitches oh uh, we're, we're now, getting that t-shirt this and this week is Rich Strike is the nickelback of yeah. Ghost and bitches are your Christmas gifts, ladies. So start sending me t-shirt sizes. Um, but um, yeah, I think Rich Strike isn't he a speed horse? I don't think he's going to be able to hang that long with no, closers. No, he's huge closer. Is he a huge closer? How did I get that wrong? Who's the speed horse in that race? Anyway, wow. So do you think he has a chance? No, I guess not because we have declared him as the Nickelback of. He's the fucking Skippy Long Stocking of the Travis. No, don't don't you talk about Skippy, Skippy like just that. Won. Yeah. Do not oh. take Skippy's name in vain. I know. Do not. Damn winning horse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put them? Don't put that evil on Skippy. My worry about Rich Strike is that Rich Strike is like i don't know like the, he's the he's not gonna be able to hang with cyber knife with horses of such prestigious breeding and and careers you know rich strike is like the the white trash cousin that you never want to invite yeah he's a beast but but most methods are i don't know so we're saying that he just had his one hit wonder and it's just Nickelback. The Nickelback yeah. is Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. That's Rich Strike for me. But I, I'm sticking with Artorius. If I hear you talk about Rich Strike anymore, you're going to be able to talk me off of Artorius and onto Rich Strike. And I can't and, do it. And we're just completely tossing Eight Life Grand and Gilded Age. Well, yeah. How do we feel about them? Because they their PPs were interesting to me as well. In fact, I was thinking of doing um, uh, what do you call those trifecta keys or something like that? Where the box. I the yeah, key the box. box, the key box, where um, I was gonna have Ain't Life Grand, Artorius, and the other horse Cyberknife. I think was the third one that I like. No, Zandon. It was Zandon. Those three I wanted to play. I, I hope it would come down to those three, but I am kind of leaning toward there being some kind of duel at the front and Artorias clearly for the 15th time is going to sneak through. <laughs> I'm really willing I com- it into I being... completely, I totally tossed out Artorias. I don't even care. Really? Like just that middle, I just tossed. You toss an Artorias bitch. Yeah. Look at you. All right, I hope that horse wins. I'm going to put a sizable amount of money on Artorias. And then I'm going to buy you lunch afterwards with it. How about that? Awesome. There we go. I'm not tossing Gilded Age. I'll, I'll keep him. So you like Gilded Age? Yeah, don't tell too many people. So. I won't. I, won't. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I, uh, what about? I like Epicenter too. So I, feel like I do if, as well, and um, you know, he's obviously shown his stuff and likes the track here. 
um, and is the deserved favorite. Uh, his draw is very tough between two chads on the outside and chad mm-hmm. on the inside. Early bird, oh, excuse me, early voting is going to go. Um, so I know he has a couple different running styles. You know, he can come from off the pace and yeah. he can go to the front and lead. It's just going to be a tough break for him. You know, it's make, make her break at the break, right? Yeah. Uh, Who's Suche? So is Gilded Age and did he draw first post? No, he was at the fourth. The fourth. Okay. Who drew yeah. first? First, I think it was Cyberknife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Cyberknife and Rich Strike. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Damn mm-hmm. Rich Strike. But see, that's what I said about Cyberknife before. Like mm-hmm. being on the rail like that, is that going to help him or not? And then yeah. I. Yeah, because he just sort of sits back for a bit and then he has that late close. He just sort of eats ground. It's pretty incredible. Um, He has a similar timer to um, like bricks and mortar. Uh, I know it's, you know, dirt, turf, apples, oranges, but Mm -hmm. they just have this uncanny ability to to know like just how much to push up to get past at the wire because his last couple of wins, it's like literally photo finish. Like right there. Wow. That'll be um, so, interesting. This will be the one time I don't bet Cyberknife. And <laughs> yeah, I'll be pissed. He'll be my aquaphobia from here on out. And then uh, Rich Strike, you know, you can't discount Keen Ice as his daddy, the, yeah. the king of upsets. So, yeah, right. But I really want to discount him like hardcore, Carson. <laughs> I want to be done with this horse, although I like watching him run. I just feel like he keeps crashing parties. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm annoyed by it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, earn your way in there, fucker. I guess he did. I guess he did earn his way in. So good for him. He did. Yeah. All right, ladies. Let's wrap up this beautiful mess. All right, Nancy, you got 50 to 1. We made her say it at the end. Yeah. I got yeah, I got fifteen to one. (laughs) Next week I'm cleaning it up. I'm gonna be a lady next week for sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love you, ladies. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. And good luck, everyone. It's going to be a fun time. All <laughs> right. We'll see you on Saturday. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.